0: Use promo code MADNESS50. That's MADNESS50 to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. I'm from the Midwest. I'm from Minnesota, so I'm familiar with the Big Ten.
1: And a uh, huge football fan when I was a kid, so I I know uh, Nebraska-Iowa is a huge game, and um, we've obviously went over that and reiterated how big this game is. And like always, you got to take one game at a time, and this is
0: our, this is our one game, and we're going to treat this as like the most important game. I think we're going to come out ready. And welcome back here to the Husker Line Show. Final segment of the show, that was graduate transfer wide receiver Levi Falk in his first Heroes Trophy game as he came here from South Dakota. Uh, but as you heard, a Midwest guy knows the importance of this week. And closing the show here now, we're going to bring in Nate Klaus as we'll talk some recruiting here. Nate, I want to get right to the Class A state championship game. Obviously, you got to watch the game. I was there um, at Westside, and, and I think we both saw the same thing. Uh, Cole Payton, when you watched his performance and his play in that game, that, that was kind of the recruiting storyline now of the week. Did Nebraska, A, miss out on Cole Payton? B, did they pick the wrong quarterback in state between him and and Harburg at Kearney Catholic? And C, is there a way to make it work maybe with Cole Payton? I mean, those are all the questions I think all of us have right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) after being able to watch Cole Payton um, all season long, I mean, he, he had an unbelievable senior year. Uh, and you could see it last year as a junior, you know, as, as he led that Westside team to, uh, to a state runners up finish. And, um, yeah, you know, I, I think they did miss the boat there. I mean, you're talking about a 6'3, 215 pound athlete. Uh, I don't care. I mean, you strip, take the position away. I mean, he's, I think he's an athlete that could help your, your football team in, in some way. Uh, now would he want to be, you know, the second quarterback in a class? Did Nebraska take the wrong in-state quarterback? I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm not willing to to go ahead and, and say that. But there's no doubt in my mind that uh, he, he's a phenomenal player, and I think he's going to do great things at North Dakota State. If, if Nebraska did come into the picture late with him, um, I, it's, it's, I've been led to believe that he would stick with um, North Dakota State that uh, that he would that he would honor that commitment, um, and not necessarily because he's uh, totally you know kind of put off by Nebraska that maybe they didn't didn't uh, recognize his talents earlier, uh, but but mostly just because of you know that's. Uh, kind of the right thing to do that, he, that he's uh, uh, would be sticking with the team that, that did uh, kind of come to the table. We're one of the first bigger teams to to offer him, and and I mean, shoot, you can't argue with the success that that program has had with the quarterback position either.
0: You're listening here to the Husker Line shows. We talk recruiting with Nate Klaus, and Nate, you could also argue that a lot of this goes back. Um, to the restrictions COVID has put on recruiting. I mean, Nebraska really hasn't had a chance to see Cole Payton a lot in person. Obviously, they didn't have it at a a camp this summer. I'm not even sure last summer if they really evaluated him all that heavily when he was in Lincoln. I assume he went to their camp. I don't actually know that um, when he was going into his junior season. Um, But the bottom line is, they didn't really get to see Cole Payton. They didn't get to talk to him a lot because of COVID. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of that in recruiting. There's going to be guys that fall through the cracks because people didn't get to see these kids in person or spend time with them on their campus and eyeball them. And Cole Payton may be one of those guys right here in our own backyard.
1: Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I think that, you know, in a normal year, um, I think what Nebraska probably would have done, and, and they even talked with, at least with Harburg about it, is that, Hey, you need to come to camp and you need to throw for us in person. And we need to, you know, we want to we want to work with you, be hands on with you, and, and see you throw in person. And uh, um, you know, and he was totally on board with that. He was planning on going to the to their their quarterback camp or, or the Friday Night Lights or whatever, and uh, working out for the staff and everything. And I think in a normal year, what probably would have happened is you probably would have had Harburg and Peyton working out side by side. And um, you know, kind of, kind of go all the way back to Nick Stoltenberg, Harrison Phillips type of people, where it, it seemed like when those two guys were working out at, at Nebraska's camp, it was um, they were both kind of trying to earn one scholarship. And um, you know, I, I think I, I just have this feeling that that's what it would have been like. And uh, obviously, with the with COVID and the the recruiting dead period that was put into place because of that pandemic you know that that never happened and um so nebraska was you know they had to kind of make a tough decision and um and this is taking nothing away from from heinrich harberg I, I think you know he's a phenomenal athlete himself he's 6'5 um you know got a tremendous speed and um and a ton of skill as well so i mean um he's he's a great player too but uh, i do think things would have been drastically different. Um, You know, when it comes to recruiting, not just the quarterback position, but a lot of in-state players, I think, kind of missed out on an opportunity to be able to, to be seen by Nebraska and a bunch of other schools.
0: Nate, what's funny is Harburg was actually at that game on Friday night, um, a group of those commits. I want to say Thomas Fedoni was there too. Um, and they, they said hi to me along the fence. I just didn't even think of, they couldn't get in the stadium. They were watching the game outside the fence at Phelps Field at Westside, um, you know, getting a, a chance to see Teddy and and Kobe Brett playing that game in person.
1: Yeah, that's and that's pretty cool. Uh, I think, and that kind of speaks to, how how tight knit this this group of commits are, um, you know, especially the the regional, the in state guys and the regional guys. That I mean, a lot of these guys work out together. A lot of them, um, you know, we're we're on a seven on seven or we're planning to be on a seven on 7 seventeen together this this past spring. And um, you know, so that's that's pretty cool that that all those guys were there to to check out the the Class A game and um, you know, especially Harberger drove from Carney. Uh, all the way to, to Omaha to, to check that out and, and to, to spend time with Thomas and, and some of those other guys.
0: Nate, i got to ask you this now, too. Obviously, social media is a big part of recruiting. It's probably the biggest part of recruiting now without on-campus visits. And during that game on Saturday uh, against Illinois, you, you saw some tweets that maybe raised some red yeah. flags with current commits. Are you worried at all right now, especially if things really take a turn here over these final three games on some of these guys signing in December?
1: yeah no, I'm not really worried about it. Um, I've had an opportunity to to talk with with a handful of the commits and and have a pretty good relationship and feel for things with with a lot of guys and and uh, you know there's definitely some frustration, but more than anything it's it's kind of uh with these guys at least it it's more of a motivation um, instead of uh, you know in the years past and we've been or several times. Uh, in years past, you know, when when there's an ugly game or where there's a rough patch uh, in a season, you know, you you can kind of get a sense for oh man, um, things things are about to, to go off the deep, um, and that's we're we're far far from that with this group of guys. They're they're motivated to get on campus. Uh, the large majority of these players are going to be enrolling early, and and they're they're motivated to get here and get to work. I uh, know. Thomas Fidoni was extremely fired up about the Illinois game. Um, and not because he, he doesn't know, you know, not because he's questioning his commitment to Nebraska. He's fired up because he wants to get here and get to work to make sure that again. again.
0: Yeah, Nate, um, and you broke that down earlier last week. I mean, of the commits right now, how many, what, what's the 70, 75% of these guys are going to be here in January. Am I wrong?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, of the current twenty commits are going to be enrolling early, and as many out of the twenty. Um, and then, of course, you've got the uh, the graduate transfer Chris Kal- Kalor, uh, who's going to be um, you know graduating from Northern Iowa and enrolling early. So, uh, so you got as many as seventeen out of out of twenty one guys that that are going to be potentially be on campus early as early enrollees, which, um, you know, I don't recall a time where there's been more early enrollees or potentially as as many enrollees as, as what we're going to see this year.
0: All right. Well, lots to follow. Uh, I'll be in Iowa city um, covering the game against Iowa, plenty of basketball as well. Nebraska basketball had three games this week and Robin will have you covered on that and Nate and the guys will keep you up to date as we are closing in on that December signing day. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne.